Good evening, everyone. Um, happy Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, today is November 22nd. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. But I wanted to get a podcast out. I know I've been uh, a little bit late. I'm trying to work on a routine here. So I'm just going to get right into it. So the last place we finished up, you've talked to CPS, and now you're getting the notices to go to court. Okay. All right. So from this moment forward, you have a couple of things on your side. Okay. And you have to take advantage of them. Number one, remember, since the 80s, since the, since the McMartin scandal, there's been volumes of research. Your attorney and you have to lean on that research and you have to know that research. Number two, we live in the electronic age. And that's what I want to focus on tonight, the electronic age. From this moment forward, since you've been contacted by CPS, and I can assure you, if you spoke with them, your interview was recorded, right? It was recorded, and you want to get that interview because chances are, during the interview, you were accused of what you did. Not accused is the wrong word. The police, CPS, they blatantly told you that you did it. You want to get that recording because you want to show the judge to say, hey, they already think I did it, and these are the guys investigating me, so I'm in a no-one situation. You want to show the judge that to show the judge that the investigation was biased. On a previous podcast and on the Loud CPS YouTube channel, there's a, uh, there's a clip of Benjamin Smith. He came out, he accused someone of doing it. No investigation, he just said, I think you did it. And there's a technical term for that, it's called confirmation bias, meaning if you already think someone's guilty, you're not going to see the disconfirming evidence. You're only going to pick out bits and parts of what you think validates your opinion. And that's what they're going to do. But you want to show the judge that they were already biased. All right? And I believe after the initial interview, CPS is going to go get a court order to ask to come into your house to inspect the premises. Let me offer some advice on that. You can't stop it because they're going to get a judicial order. Okay, first of all, make your house spotless. I mean spotless. Vacuum it, dust it. Don't give them any reason to criticize you. Right? Nothing. They're going to look for anything. They'll look for dishes in the uh, in the sink. Anything, right? So clean it up nice and tight. Secondly, record audio, visually, preferably video. Record the CPS worker in your house. You have the right, tell them, notify them. You have the right. And if they say no, you need to call your attorney, get, get some clarity. It's gonna do two things, right? It's gonna put the CPS worker on notice that you're gonna record every single word that comes out of his or her mouth, number one, and they're frightened of that. They're frightened that you're going to play those tapes back in court. 
And number two, it's going to show them that you're not a pushover, that you know your rights. Okay, and if you're listening to this, email CPS. Email them. Send them a very nice email. Say, hey, I'm going through an investigation now. I just want to verify if I can or cannot record the CPS worker in my home. And if you don't get a response, just assume that the answer is yes. Okay? And depending on how smart the CPS worker is, they're not, they're, they won't even know the statues either. They're not even going to know the rules. So you probably do need to go to the manager. So you want to get them on audio tape and videotape. And if they accuse you, if they talk to you in a demeaning manner and you have them taped, first show your attorney, right? And you, like I said, first show your attorney. Secondly, verify with your attorney, go to the local agency, tell them, say, hey, you have a very unprofessional worker, just like Benjamin Smith, just like Benjamin Smith, who's an idiot, right? Tell them, complain about them. And if the local doesn't do anything, then go to the state agency, right? The state agency in Richmond. Because normally what's going to happen, if you have videotape and audio tape, especially in Loudoun County, they're going to bow down because they don't want to look bad. Forget your child. I mean, not you forget your child, but they don't care about your child. They want to look good. They want to look like they're the saviors, right? So if you have damning evidence of an unethical social worker, they don't want that getting out. And if you do take it to Richmond, they're going to fire that social worker. That's what happened to uh, Benjamin Smith. He was caught making false statements at local hearings and giving very, very shaky testimony in court. And when his actions were brought up to Richmond, they let him go. So the local agency, they do not want to come to the attention of Richmond. They want to avoid that at all costs. So every single conversation you have with that social worker, you get it on tape. Every single conversation you, uh, you have with any police officer, you get it on tape. Because using the Benjamin Smith example, they will lie. They will lie in court. Because it becomes, who does the judge believe? You or the social worker. Sadly, for the most part, most social workers with a local CPS agency are not very honest and are not very bright. So you want to record everything, audio and visually. Um, after the initial visit to your house, yes, yes, yes. Okay. After the initial visit to your house, during your initial meeting, they probably ask you for references about your character and anyone who can testify to the relationship between you and your child. Okay? Contact those people, you know, and ask them, request that they record CPS as well. If you got to buy them a little digital recorder, then so be it. Buy it for them. You want to get these workers on tape so they can't deny anything. Okay, because here's what happens. 
take like someone like an idiot Benjamin Smith. He's going to go talk to one of your references that you provided to him. What goes in the official record is way different than what's going to be said in the interview. People like Smith, they're going to, they're going to craft their statements to indict you. It's very easy to do. They can twist their words. And the way the system is set up, you will never have access to the official record until like 30 or 45 days after the case starts. And then it's going to become, <clears throat> your reference is going to say, well, I told him this, and Smith is going to deny it. Smith is going to say the actual record reflects what was said. And that's bogus. And keep in mind, your subpoena wants to, your attorney wants to subpoena the handwritten notes as well. Because the official record rarely reflects what was actually said. And that's why you want your references to record them as well. And same thing, have them tell the social worker, I'm going to record it. If you have a problem with it, then so be it. So we live in the electronic age now. Have them record everything. You record everything. There's no reason for not to get these guys on tape. Because one thing the agency doesn't want, it doesn't want to look bad. Keep that in mind. It does not want to look bad. And when you look at the Bruce McLaughlin case and all the other CPS agencies across the country, they look bad. Most of the citizenry thinks that CPS is incompetent, and rightfully so. So, I'm going to close out this one. Keyword, everything they tell you, get them on tape. Everything. If it's a phone call, tape it. If it's a face-to-face -face meeting with a CPS worker and their manager, tape it. Get everything on tape. All right, guys, um, I think that's it for this one. You guys have a good Thanksgiving, and hopefully we'll be talking to you within a week or so. Take care and good night.